Joining me for a look at the equity scene is Martin Smith from Anchor Capital. Thank you so much for your time, Martin. It seems that these deadlines for the U.S. government never end. Of course, uh, earlier on this year, we had the debt ceiling um, negotiations that were just not getting over the line. And now we have budget negotiations um, and those those uh, current spending laws expiring on the 30th of September. Another stalemate. I'm just wondering if this calls the U.S. fiscal management into question and also if this could trigger uh, another ratings downgrade on that front. So, I mean, these are the questions, right? And I think you always look at a bit of like political back and forth between uh, between the parties and uh, it's looking more likely than not. About a 60 to 70 percent kind of probability is priced at the moment of a government shutdown post the fact and probably lasting in the region of two weeks. Mm. It's become a lot more common uh, over the years, this this type of event, um, with markets usually not really pricing in too much action uh, on on the kind of occurrence of it. So mm. one we need to keep a close eye on, but it does look more likely than not. And I think, if anything, just adding a little bit more negativity to a kind of global market that's starting to feel the pressure and a little bit of negative sentiment really start to creep in. Ah, All right. Well, just talking about concerns, of course, more uh, worries coming in uh, concerning the Chinese property sector, Evergrande, uh, over the weekend, delayed um, a restructuring with its creditors. And then we also heard that uh, it missed uh, another debt payment. And I'm wondering if at this point you can just say that the woes in that sector are far from over. It looks like it. And I mean, the first bit of news around um, Evergrande started about two years ago, just just under two years ago. So investors were hoping that this would be sorted out. And uh, yeah, like you mentioned, they got about, uh, I think it's 30 billion worth of uh, dollars worth of debts uh, offshore and they've missed this payment. And again, I think it's just compounding kind of negative sentiment, specifically out of China as well. We've seen lots of data in the last kind of six to nine months, which is disappointed. And again, it's just another bit of bad news and we see kind of global markets being pulled uh, low on the back of it. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, so a lot of market participants that j- just thinking that, you know what, the sector is in the doldrums and it doesn't look like uh, anything uh, will be uh, lifting it up at this point. Uh, well, uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, let's go to uh, news coming out of the JC. Not a lot of company news, but uh, some companies coming out with uh, numbers. We had Bytes coming out with its uh, interim uh, trading statement and actually instilling quite a little bit of optimism from investors. So they were talking about um, strong trading, but also gaining market share. Not too much color, but investors decided to give them green today. At some point, I saw that share price surging about 6%. Uh, is this this worth uh, is this uh, stock worth biting into? <laughs> See what you did there. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, you, you, you're right. There wasn't a, a massive amount of detail in it. They spoke about double digits, uh, operating profit growth, good cash conversion, very very healthy net uh, cash position. So very good uh, result all around. Uh, I think asked the share price about nine and a half percent towards the end of the end of the day. So very positive from that aspect. I think. You've got um, the results coming out of the 25th of October. I'd probably wait to get a bit more detail on that before I choose to go in or in or out of the stock. I'm not going to use the word bite there again. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, some some positive news in a in a JC that, that's had 
quite a negative last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, well, definitely something to chew on there, Martin. Um, let's move on to a minor, gold miner, Anglo Gold Ashanti. So they said today that they have completed uh, the listing of their shares on the uh, New York Stock Exchange. Of course, that is now its primary listing with its uh, the JC being its uh, one of its secondary listings. And I'm wondering if, you know, fundamentally this kind, this kind of provides more appetite for investors to get into the stock. No, no, 100%. You, you, 100% right there. It's about price discovery. It's about bigger pools of assets being able to kind of get into the stock. It's also about the valuation that a stock like that attracts versus what it'll attract multiple wise um, on the JSE. So offshore, it's trading at a discount relative to kind of peers. So you probably have a higher price from multiple perspective. You'll have more price discovery, you'll have a bigger pool of assets. So it makes it does make a lot of sense, specifically as you've seen a lot of liquidity dry up on the JSC over the years. So maybe uh, a bit sad from a JSC perspective, but I think quite a good um, piece of business from, um, from the company. Uh, all right. Well, Martin, let's get to your stock pick for today. What will it be? Uh, I think life healthcare. I think um, you obviously saw it up quite nice, you'd say, on the back of uh, stories circulating that they've kind of concluded a deal. Uh, if that happens, I think you could see the share price around 25 rand. So I think a little bit more upside from here. So yeah, life healthcare. Yeah, I was wondering actually when they would, uh, you know, say anything about concluding that deal because on Friday, uh, I think they came out with another cautionary uh, statement saying that they are still Lots busy. Lots of cautionary. Exactly. So I thought that this was actually going to still take quite a while. So it's good to know that there are some news circulating that that deal might be concluded soon. Thank you so much for your time, Martin. Really appreciate it. That was Martin Smith from Anchor Capital.